I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. It's Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here And joining us on the line now is somebody who doesn't consider themselves human But there's something slightly different He is a founding member of the Spanish Trans Species Society Sees himself as something slightly different Has got really strange, peculiar, unique implants in his head That he claims is a different organ that allows him to experience different parts of the world in, In a different way But he joins us on the line now to talk a little bit more about How exactly he sees himself, why he has modified his body in this way and what he hopes to achieve uh, by doing it. We're delighted to welcome on the show Spanish artist Manel Dagua. How are you, sir? Hey, how are you? Thank you for inviting me. I'm good in Barcelona. Good. Thanks a million for coming on. Um, Obviously, this is absolutely fascinating and I've never seen anything like it. So can you just take us back to when you thought yourself that you didn't feel human and how you transformed yourself? Yeah, well, everything started like three years ago in 2017. When I discovered, I met two friends, Neil Harvison and Moon Rivers, which were uh, already working on cyborg art. Cyborg art is an art about creating new senses and new organs through technological implants. And well, I just was like super fascinated by this artistic current, and I decided to start my own project about creating a new sensory organ and cybernetics to connect myself to the weather, which has been something that I've always been interested by. And that was the beginning. Then it's been like a whole process of exploring my art, exploring my identity, and exploring my relation with my surroundings through this new sensory organ. So speaking of those sensory organs, I see you wanted to actually get these implanted in in the side of your head and a couple of doctors in Spain refused to do the surgery. So you you had to go to Japan to get these things implanted in you. That was like this January because, I mean, I've been working on the project like during the three years. But this year year has been the first time I I had an implant to receive the input that that this new organ is giving me. The implant is not super like, it's not like super hardcore, I would say, because it's like a transdermal implant in between the bone and the skin and which may, allows me to like to perceive the vibrations that my weather fins like creating from the weather data. So the implants, yeah, just like make the connection between the, the fin and my skull. So I can hear the weather inside my head thanks to this implant. But in the future, I want to implant the fins like in the skull to make this relation with this organ more permanent than now. And what exactly do they look like? Because from pictures, they're kind of similar to ears. 
Yeah, I, I inspired. I was inspired by the fish fins, but in the end, they look quite thick because I had to include all the technology inside. There are a couple of fins inside of my head. They're white, and at night they bright a little bit because the inner components like glow. They glow in the mm. night a little bit. But yeah, and, and now they look like yeah, more close to a couple of ears than a couple of fins. Yeah, I get inspired by the fish fins, so to me they're fins. And yeah, they're quite big actually right now and quite heavy. So that's why I'm still working on them because uh, my aim is like to make them smaller and lighter because nowadays I still I'm having problems like with yeah, with these uh, heavy weight skin problems and, and implant mm. problems stuff, yeah. <laughs> but it's a process. So how, I suppose that this would be very difficult to describe how they feel to somebody who, who obviously doesn't have them, but how how do they feel? So you can feel the weather, but is it just like vibrations in your skull or can you feel it in your brain or how does it work? Yeah, like the system I use, yeah, that's it. The system I use is like bone-conducted sound. So it's like a vibration that when it gets in touch with the surface, it becomes sound. So in this case, the surface is my skull. Basically, what the fins, how the fins work is like they receive the weather data uh, from through the sensors. It's temperature, humidity, and atmospheric pressure, and they translate this weather data into vibration and a specific vibration depending on the on the conditions that when touch my skull becomes a sound and it's a sound that I self-designed and the way I designed them was like relating these three elements of the weather temperature humidity and atmospheric pressure to three qualities of the sound so our tone timbre and volume so depending on the weather data or the weather that is around me in that time sound inside my head is different and the sound more or less is like an atmospheric sound inspired mm. with you an example for example when there's a lot of humidity the sound is like bubbles so because i wanted to perceive that when i'm surrounded by humidity that it means that i'm like diving in a in a liquid atmosphere i was not super able to perceive that i was surrounded by water molecules when it's super humid so i feel i hear like bubbles inside my head and because the humidity is is related to the texture timber. The temperature is super high when, when the, uh, yeah, the temperature is super high. So these bubbles became like high pitch because the um, temperature is related to the tone. So in a humid and hot weather, I would be hearing like bubbles in high pitch. And if the pressure is in that moment is like super low, the volume of these high pitch bubbles would be low. So it will be, the result will be like an atmosphere, like bubbly, high pitch and low volume. But, you know, like this uh, qualities changes depending on the weather mm. data around you. Yeah. But can you can you uh, turn those off? Like, does it get annoying if you're walking around on a, on a beautiful day or maybe it's raining and you just have that noise inside your head constantly? Is that distracting or difficult? Uh, not really, because I designed them already, uh, trying them to be like organic. Like, uh, it's like a background inside my head which is is not annoying to me it feels quite natural because it's sound inspired by nature which is related to the weather of the moment of course but it's like it's not like a noise it would be to me the sound the noise is like a, a sound that you don't want to me it's a sound that is constant with me and i get used to it the same way we get used to the sounds around us so to me it's like the same i get used to it and in terms of the battery they run out of battery 
so I have to charge them. I use the solar panels uh, to charge them, or I use just my laptop uh, through a wire. But yeah, there's no like switch on, switch off, yeah, like option because the aim was like to create like an organ that is the closer, similar, you know, to to the rest of my body parts. What Sorry? do your family and friends make of this? They always seen it like in an art context. They support me because they understand that this is my artistic like exploration. Of course, they have like sometimes a little bit of scared of the health risk, you know, but in the end, they have been there during the whole process. They have seen every step and they know me. They know that I'm not like a crazy guy that would do anything without prevention. So, so yeah, they support me as well as my friends. Okay, cool. Um, one of the things that's been said about how you view yourself, I just want to, you know, obviously ask you, do you do you believe that you are no longer human? And if so, like, is that an artistic view or a biological view? Yeah, so, well, I, I define myself, yeah, as a transspecies person. Um, and, well, basically, a transspecies person is someone that doesn't identify as one being 100% human or someone that has added to their body, like, non-human body parts. In my case, it's both. So it's changing the identity. It's been through the process of adding, like, a non-human body part. To me, like, the, the physiological physio- physiological definition of humans doesn't fit completely with my physiological definition. So that makes me feel that I don't fit completely in the definition of human. And I prefer to to identify myself as transspecies because I think it fits more to how I feel. That doesn't mean that I don't feel any human. Of course, I, I've been identifying myself as human my whole life. I understand that my culture is human a lot, like... I have a lot of human in my body, you know, but but there's also another side of me that is in an exploration out of the human boundaries. And I think that the transpecies concept defines better um, how I feel. And do you plan on having any other procedures done that will make you kind of more in tune with colours or anything else in the world? By the moment, I'm still like working on the weather fins because I'm still developing them uh, in order to make them, yeah, more what I said before, like lighter and and, mm-hmm. and less thicker and, and I'm still working on this project. But I think, I guess in the future, I will be interested in exploring other and or adding other sensory cybernetic body parts, but it's mystery <laughs> what I will do. Uh, I'm sure that I know you've you know you've done a lot of stuff online. You've had international headlines over the last couple of years, and you're one of the first people in the world to kind of uh, do things um, like this. For someone who might be listening to this now and just can't grasp what you're trying to do, or might even you know say that you're crazy or you're deluded or you're insane, what do you say to those kind of skeptics and, and naysayers about what you're trying to do? Well, I would say that it's time, I think, to open our minds in, in terms of diversity. At least it's a fine that the people are scared about new things. And of course, when someone comes up with new idea or a new proposal, maybe it's like... The first reaction is like being scared and rejecting it. But if we see the history, we've seen uh, this situation in, in many other people, not in, other, in many other cases. Like the transgender diversity is also have passed through a lot, and they're still passing through a lot. So to me, transgender uh, like um, identities are like well, I, I have in consideration because I think 
transmissive identities will pass by the same more or less, but uh, I would say that find that if we see the past and we learn from our from from what we did before, because like I think yeah, it's, it's time to accept new diversities and it's time to be open, but just leave the people do what they want if this is not affecting anyone else. I think most people could kind of get behind that. You know, you can do what you want with your own body and put what you want in it. Happy days. Final question before uh, I want to let you go, because you mentioned your definition of trans species is obviously if you're kind of upgrading or implanting yourself with non-human body parts. Does that mean someone with, um, let's say, a pacemaker or a hearing aid or an artificial limb, are they trans species or where's the line there? I wouldn't define them as trans species, but in the end, you know, like a trans species is an identity. So each one can can um, identify themselves or find their own definition as trans. Maybe this is more related to cyborg identity, no, or the cyborg mm. concept, because in the end, it's something what you're talking about is something super related to technology. In my case, yeah. I'm also working with technology and I also identify myself as a cyborg, you know, but I think the cyborg idea has like too much technology component and I feel less represented by it. That's why I use trans species. But I would relate this case that you mentioned more to cyborgs and trans species, but you know, people is different each one. So maybe this, yeah, maybe it's people that would identify. I don't know. I, I'm not the one who has to say it. <laughs> Fair enough. Very interesting, Fair enough. isn't it? And I, I mean, it's very handy to have someone like you around so you could maybe let us know if it's about to rain because you'd probably find out before <laughs> we would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dog, of course. Yeah, my mom is like, should I put the clothes out or not? <laughs> <laughs> It just, yeah, yeah, I love that. Depending on, on the sounds you're hearing, you can let us all know. But listen, Manel, we really appreciate you giving up your time this evening. I know you have, you're documenting a lot of this and sharing a lot of, of this online uh, via your Instagram. Mm. Uh, what's your Instagram username, your Instagram handle people can check you out on? Yeah, it's Manel de Agua. We will share that um, from room 104s and f104s this evening as well if you're if you're listening and want to have a look at it but uh, manel thanks a million for for popping on and listen very best of luck in the future with uh, all the upgrades and the implants and whatever else you're going to do yeah thanks a lot hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.